and H Guild. Right, here we are again then, everyone. Welcome back to our little podcast, B&H Gold. Can you explain what it's all about? I think it's fair to say it's the ramblings of two people who try to look on the quirkier side of life. Yeah, that's about right. Well, listen, a good start today. It is all about the quirky and it's also about the side of life where you smile. Because Lord knows there's enough in the world going around that makes you not smile. So we're just trying to, in our little way, alleviate that a bit by just doing something where we're not going to dwell on anything uh, serious. We're just going to look at the sunny side of life. And it is sunny. It is sunny, and we're actually sitting outside, can you believe? Uh, Manx Radio Towers here. We're just at the back. The sun is blazing down, a gentle summer's breeze wisping past our hair. And, uh, yeah, all is good. All is good. We're in the luxurious staff section. The staff section, you can come down, and everything you would possibly need <laughs> is here. There's, uh, there's a chair. Um, there's another chair. And there's there's some uh, there's a very useful um, base there for something with a rusty top and uh, a lot of fag ends. It's a little bit phallic looking that top, isn't it? Yeah, don't what it's there for actually. But there we are. Uh, Such is life. There are a lot of fag ends, which is surprising, seeing as it's meant to be no smoking. But there we are. Was that you? That's not me. Okay. Right. So we're always uh, looking on the lookout for anything sort of vaguely amusing. Anything vaguely amusing happened to your end or not, or you you sort of no no nothing. Why do you just assume nothing's remotely amusing has happened to me? The only thing that amusing that's happened to me recently is we did one of the direct flights from the Isle of Man to Mallorca, which was fantastic. But on the way back, unfortunately, there was a luggage issue insofar as they forgot to put anyone's luggage on the plane. Quite how you do that with 100 or so people, I don't know. We were stopped from taking off because uh, flight control had an issue with the flight plan. I was like, yeah plane's too light but anyway I digress so it took us a little while to get one bag back and even longer to get the second bag back and we had an email from the airline to say could you just give us an idea of some of the things that are in the bag just so we can try and identify which one it might be and when you have to tell them that there is some Spanish chorizo four tins of tuna and a large blow-up dolphin you do wonder what reaction that got from the recipient of the email I like it. Um, yeah, the only thing that sort of made me smile vaguely recently, I've just been away as well. Not as nice as that. I just went across to sunny Aylesbury, um, which was nice, for a family gathering, which was very nice. Um, but nothing unduly funny happened there. But I did like, I always like people watching and, and earwigging. I keep trying to write down things with the idea of producing a book called The Earwigs One Day, but uh, there was a lady in front of us on the boat with uh, her two children and... You know, the usual thing, trying to entertain the kids. And one of the kids, they all had their phones or devices and whatever, and they were doing something. And she was sort of saying, no, 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 not too much noise, and doing the usual parent thing of, no, no, there are other people here, keep the noise down. And then at one stage, the elder brother, for some reason or other, decided to, clearly the elder brother was quite pleased about his scientific knowledge. So he decided to lecture his younger brother about gravity. So he said, right, now, put that down, put that down. I'm going to tell you now about gravity, right? Now, put, stop that, put that down. Gravity, you're paying attention, right, this... This, right, you're watching this, right, you're watching, you're watching. If I drop this, right, when it comes down, that's gravity, you see? So that comes down, that's what causes it to come down, that is gravity. You're watching, listen, that's coming down, and the mum says, look, will you just, are you lecturing, 
Are you lecturing your brother or the whole bloody boat? <laughs> it did make me... She might not have sworn. I might have put that in for poetic effect. Did make, uh. did make me chuckle a little bit. Um, great. I had a cast around as I normally do as well, just to see what else made me laugh a bit. Um, now then, this one, it might be post-Watershed this. So um, if you are listening to this podcast before 9pm, you might want to stop it now. Put your fingers in your ears. Yeah. Uh, well, you could just stop it. And then start it again after, you know, five past nine. Right, OK. And then it'd be quite clear because it's... So this it's, is an apology in advance. Then. Yeah, it's okay. vaguely suggestive. Right. Um, well, vaguely suggestive. Uh, a postman uh, has left people godsmacked after sharing two cheeky surnames on his rounds. In a brilliant twist of fate, we're told, <laughs> how brilliant it is, the postie stumbled across not one, but two rude names in the same area. You wouldn't think that was that difficult, would you? Uh, really, really, both hilarious in their own right. So well told. These are the words from the website, not mine. The joke gets even better when you realise the pair are next door neighbours. There are now calls, mostly from the website, I imagine, for the duo to get married. This is from Reddit, I think. Uh, basically, the postman came down and uh, and posted a line saying, "I'm a postie," and today it turned out that on my round there's a Miss Dick who lives right next door to a Mister Cumming. So now there is calls, apparently amongst the Reddit community, for Mr. Dick to marry Miss Cumming and uh, hyphenate their name. Aw. That's all I can say. Yeah. I used to enjoy... Uh, did you ever do this? I used to get the telephone directory. This is how, uh, how much of a happy childhood we had. And you just go through it looking for rude names. <laughs> and were you successful? Well, the only one I really, really remember was for years and years and years, there was uh, Mr. P. Ness... Uh, on the Isle of Man. And after about 10 years of thinking, there he is, he suddenly changed his name, probably because he got fed of people ringing up saying, is Mr. P. Ness there, please? <laughs> he changed his name to Mr. P. J. Ness. <laughs> oh. It would be awful, though, if you had a name like that. I mean, how... I don't, I don't know. You, you probably would have to change it, wouldn't you? There are some great ones. I'm desperately trying to think. There's some fantastic examples of when people do certain jobs and they've got names that are so well suited to it, you think it's almost been made up. Yes. I'm reminded of the time back in the newsroom when there was the great uh, furore over the lollipop man. uh, Oh, good Lord, never mention that again. Don't mention that one. Yeah. Don't mention it. Was it Mr. Hunt? No. No, don't mention it. Was it Mr. Hunt? Stop it. Oh, no. Right. Okay. Uh, what else did I find out in the news? Uh, see, the wind's blowing my sheet around now. This is no use at all. Um, yes, here's another one then. I quite liked uh, the idea. Oh, actually, I'll put a test this one. The most commonly searched for names on Google and how to spell them. So, would you believe? So, do you know how to spell Neve? N I A N I A. Head of news. Head of news. N I A N H? N I A. A. If I missed him. No, we'll give you that. N I M N I A M H. What about Aaron? Aaron? Yeah. See, double A R O N? Yeah, that'll do. Okay. There you go. All right, we'll give you that. Thank you. 10 out of 10 for that. What was it? Oh, do you know a word that I always struggle to remember how to spell is rhythm, right? Rhythm helps your hips move. Rhythm helps your hips. R H Y H M. Where's the T? There isn't a T in rhythm. R H Y. Hang on a minute then. Rhythm helps. 
your hips to move. Yay! <laughs> well, that's useful, children. Yes. Yeah, use the second one out of that. Necessary. Never eat cheese, eat salad sandwiches and remain young. Richard of York fought many great battles in vain. Richard of York fought many... What does that spell? Isn't that the uh, rainbow? Oh, right, yeah. It doesn't Something spell like rainbow. That. No, it doesn't. <laughs> i tell you the one I always remember was the first 20 elements. Oh, no, go on. Yeah, remember that one? Nope. Hehilibeb knofni namigal sips karkar. Slips off the tongue, that one, doesn't it? Well, I still remember it. That's <laughs> from 30 years ago. <laughs> so it does work. Hehilibeb knofni namigal sips karkar. Big elephants can always understand small elephants. Big elephants can, B-E-C, always, A, understand, understand small, because. Yeah. Do you have a monomic for every word? <laughs> How long does it take you to write an article? <laughs> yes. Dear. Yeah. Doris eats apples readily. I saw a great video as well. I know videos don't work very well as a podcast necessarily, but it's just a very short one of a grey parrot and a kitten. Have you seen that? (laughs) You need to look it up when you go back in. It's short and sweet and a bit rude, so stop it again if you're likely to be offended and it's not gone nine o'clock yet. Uh, But basically, there's a grey parrot on the floor of this person's house and it's got sort of, uh, they've got wooden flooring, you know, shiny wooden flooring. The grey parrot's called Roy, apparently. <laughs> Next minute, Figaro the cat comes herring, herring in, sees Roy, and sort of skids into Roy with all paws akimbo, and Roy says, F***! <laughs> <laughs> and the cat hairs off again. It's very funny. <laughs> right, what have you got? OK, um, well, we love a joke, don't we? Um, and at the Edinburgh Fringe, they always do the funniest joke competition. There have been some corkers over the years. If I could remember any of the previous years, I would tell you. But uh, have you heard this year's? It was from Masai Graham, voted the winner with this quip. I tried to steal spaghetti from the shop, but the female guard saw me and I couldn't get past her. Yay! It's good, that. It's not bad. No, um, except I hadn't realised that this had been announced and my better half sent me a message saying, oh, I went to co-op to get some spaghetti but somebody saw me and I couldn't get past it. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. Um, OK, well, I'll pick some up on my way in. <laughs> so it's kind of It's terrible when a joke just goes... Whew. Yeah. Uh, second place joke from Mark Simmons was, did you know if you get pregnant in the Amazon, it's next day delivery? That's not bad. Okay. I think the second place joke's slightly cleverer than the first one. Really. Yeah, I think it might be, actually. Yeah, it yeah. could be back to front. Yeah. could be back to front, that one. Um, I saw this one. I felt a bit sorry for this guy to a degree. Doctors had to operate after a man went to A&E with whistling genitals. Ooh. Yeah, he had a... <laughs> it's, a it's a genuine uh, syndrome, it seems. It is called pneumoscrotum. Right. Um, I understand that medics described what happened in the American Journal of Case Reports, and apparently this was believed to be the first case of its kind, there have been rare instances of air building up in the scrotum before, but it's never involved whistling. As it wouldn't. No, apparently, oh, poor guy, he'd had a bit oh, of a... He'd had an operation there. He'd had a build-up inside of air inside the body, and oh. because there was a bit of a gap in his knackers, basically, yeah. the air was coming out there, and he's getting, like, whistling doobies. Oh. feel a bit sorry for him. Yeah, no, I do, too. feel a bit sorry for him. Yeah. Um, Food stuff, i tell you what I've been enjoying uh, this from week. From one thing to another. From right, scrotums yeah, to tomatoes. <laughs> okay. It's tomato season. What if you... it wasn't plums. But anyway, carry on. 
I was going to say, I haven't got any plums. <laughs> well, I did it's have. It's okay, you're among they, friends here. They all died. Oh, no, they did. I did have. I did have. On. Yes, they've <laughs> gone. They've gone. However, Shriveled. me tomatoes this year. Yes. Marvellous. Fresh tomatoes, Ooh, if you've got yes. them wherever in a pot or in a greenhouse or wherever you might have them. Fresh tomatoes, yummy. It's the sort of food of the summer, I reckon, the British summer. A really nice fresh tomato and just have it on its own or in a salad or something. Great. Really good. That's my feel-good food of the week. Okay. Um, my, again, sort of holiday food. You know, I just love those sort of meals where you just put everything on the table and just pick at it. The food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All round to bed, so. <laughs> we all eat, and she just sits there and picks at it. Um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like a big sort of smorgasbord. Yes. Yeah. Suspicious meats and all. Yep, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and a smile. I tell you what, I had a... Um, there was a lady who came up today for a little podcast we're doing with PwC. And uh, I've written the name down. So I've written it on that piece of paper because I only met her before. Um, and uh, no, no, it's not that. No, no, it's on my piece of paper. No, forget it. Come back, come back to mine. Come back to mine. Here we go. Right. Uh, it is a... Uh, Dasa Brynjolfsson, she's the director of PwC Isle of Man. Uh, we're doing a bit of a podcast with her, and uh, you always expect these people, you know, to be perhaps a little bit stern. And she was really smiley and cheery, and I thought, oh, what a lovely soul. Really oh, nice. That's lovely. Um, so I'm helping out doing some MGP commentary and social media stuff at the moment, which is great fun. And John Hogan is also helping us with our commentary. And watching his face smile as he watched the bikes go off the start line the other day was quite something. Because all these classic bikes and the sound of them is absolutely incredible. So uh, he'll be my nomination. There we go. Well done to you two. You've got the sunny smile of this podcast for B&H Gold. Um, bit of music to leave you with then before the next one, uh, whenever that might be. Lord knows. It's my turn, I think, isn't it? Yeah, go on. Right, OK, I've got one for you. Uh, five guys named Mo. Bit of Louis Jordan. Do you know it? I don't, but I hopefully soon will. Here it is. Oh, hang on. Do you want a, do you want a blooper? Oh, have you got one? Uh, I've got, yeah, I did find one. Hang on, where did I put it down there? I've got it one... Uh, yes, I've got a nice one with uh, Clarky. Clarky on, uh, I think it was last week's Countryside or one way or the other, with, um, I don't know what he's doing, he's popping something with children in the oven. But anyway, have a listen to this one. And what, what about the, the kids? I mean, the, the chance, uh, I mean, at home, I suppose, the, the busy lives that we have, yeah, exactly. it's easy to put one in the oven. Simon Clark, always thinking outside the box, as it were, possibly inside the box. Oh, and while I remember, if you're going on holiday, the Radio Doctor, always worth a listen. You can find him on the podcast on the Manx Radio website, of course. Uh, and always worth a listen and very well subscribed to as well with words of wisdom. <laughs> but he does make me laugh. He's got a very dry sense of humour, the radio doctor. And uh, just listen to his comment and you might never go into a swimming pool again. Lovely pools teeming with bacteria and fungi fluting off all those lovely sweaty tourists. Yes. <laughs> well, there you are. Don't let me put you off, though. Swimming pools are safe and certain. It's just, well, you know, it's just the radio doctor having a little chuckle as he does. Right, OK. Back to that tune for you then. Here we go. Five guys named Mo. You'll like this one. Good. Let's say bye-bye. 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 I want to tell you a story from way back. Truck on down and dig me jack. There's Big Mo. Little Mo. Four-eyed Mo. No Mo. Look at brother. Look at brother. Look at brother. Mo 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 m
Who's the greatest band around? Makes the cats jump up and down. Who's the talk of rhythm town? Five guys named Mo. When they start to beat it out, everybody jump and shout. Tell me, who do the critics rave about? Five guys named Mo. They came out of nowhere, and that don't mean a thing. They rate high, and you'll know why when you hear them swing. Highbrow, lowbrow, all agree, they're the best in harmony. I'm telling you folks, you really ought to see five guys named Mo. Five guys eat more. Five little guys named more. 